Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, some encouraging news on Buffalo Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin. His family offering insight into what happened on the field and how he's doing now. We're live from the Ohio hospital where he's being treated. Then later, our series on the money, strategies to tackle your holiday debt, where to begin, how to avoid high interest payments, and get rid of that balance in just a matter of months. And Hanks, J-Lo, Eddie Murphy, all the big stars, shows and movies you can watch this month. It's our January Entertainment Preview. Today, Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Craig and Dylan, and we are counting down the days until we get to squeeze in one more chair. <laughs> it's not far away. Not there far away. Yes. We can't wait. Al Roker is coming back on Friday. Yes. Yeah. All right. But today is also a big morning here because our friends Savannah and Hoda are celebrating five years together. Look at this. They're doing it in style. They are it. live <laughs> at the New York Stock Exchange down on Wall Street here in Manhattan for a special reason. Uh, tell us about it. What are you guys doing down there? Hi, morning, guys. Hi, guys. We're pumped, man. We're celebrating our fifth anniversary in a way I never expected. (laughs) We get to ring the opening bell of the New York Stock Exchange, and we're in, like, really good company. A lot of cool people have been able to ring this. Absolutely. I mean, this is a tradition going back dozens, hundreds of years. There's a big guest book that you sign. It's no longer a gong or a a, a gavel to close. Now you you push a button. So we're going to get our training Uh here in a few minutes. But it's just iconic. It's so excited. And they really rolled out the red carpet for us. There it is. the Today Show banner right over the New York Stock Exchange yeah. right behind us. We're going to try to get all the brokers to sing You Can Ring My Bell with us. <laughs> yeah, <We'll see> exactly. <laughs> Only you, Hoda, could get that to happen. Uh, she, she can. Savannah, I mean, the New York Stock Exchange, it's iconic. I've never, ever stepped foot inside. Can you kind of set the scene mm-hmm. for us? I mean, what what's it like where you're standing? Do you, in fact, have to like be trained on what exactly to do to kind of open things up today? Yes, we actually are going to get a little training mm-hmm. in a few minutes. We don't know right now. We could not ring the bell right now, but in, <laughs> in 30 minutes, we will be ready. It happens right on the dot, and it opens the trading day on the world's most famous stock exchange, the New York Stock Exchange. This is a historic building, a historic mm-hmm. place. This is where world markets move, and mm-hmm. actually, we have the president of the New York Stock Exchange with us, Lynn Martin. By the way, it's Hi, your Lynn. anniversary. It One is. year in this job. Congratulations to Thank you. Thank you, and congratulations to you both. Five years as the first first female anchor team for the Today well, Show. It's amazing. We're so excited to be here to celebrate that. And we will you kind of walk us through what happens? I we will. have not done this before. I will. Okay. I will. It's a tradition that goes back to when we started continuous trade. And continuous trading it means stocks trade all day. That started in the 1880s. Wow. Actually. Okay. So it's a tradition that really kicked off the trading day. Everybody and, has this image of this, the floor of the stock exchange. Yeah. yeah. 
like guys sweating and you know cursing, writing yeah. orders and all that. Everybody looks cool as a cucumber. Yeah, because trading hasn't opened yet. It is because trading hasn't opened yet. That is true. Um, the market makers down here they'll play an incredibly important role. Their job is to focus on opening and closing the mm -hmm. stocks that are listed on the New York Stock Exchange. And given all the fluctuations in the market that we've seen over the last year. Their job has been incredibly important to this. Savannah stocks. and I are very concerned. We want markets to open yes, up. We, want, we, want, well, we think that's a know, good sign. What do you futures, think? The futures they look looking? like they're, they're opening up. You know, they green do? might be your color. Oh, so. So. Come on, Lynn. <laughs> All right. We need it. We want our stocks to yeah. be rising. <laughs> Absolutely. But you made us feel so good by this honor, and we're yeah. excited. In just a few minutes, we'll get it going. We can't wait. All right. We can't wait. Thank you, Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. from the New York Stock Exchange. So, so we're here. We can't believe it. It happens right on the money at 930. I asked, was Sharp. anyone ever late? And she said, no. No. No, they were not. No. No. Yeah. No. We were talking about it. It's like trying to hold the doors of a plane. It's no. not happening. They're yeah. going to take off right no. in time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Savannah, yeah. thank well, you. Good luck, guys. I know. Congratulations. It's really, really cool. And thank again, we'll you. check back in with them in just a little bit when they ring the opening. It's still all over my head. I don't even understand how stocks. 9.30. We'll take you back there live because we don't want to be the first like folks to mess up to miss, yeah. no yeah. uh right now though we are going to turn to the very latest on buffalo bills player damar hamlin the 24 year old went into cardiac arrest during monday night's game against the cincinnati Bengals. his family giving some new details this morning on the efforts to save his life on the field also some new details on how he's doing this morning as well nbc's maggie vespa live for us once again outside that hospital in cincinnati where hamlin remains in critical condition this morning maggie good morning to you Hey, Craig, good morning. Yeah, as you said, the family stepping out late last night and telling reporters about signs of possible improvement that they are seeing um, in DeMar Hamlin's condition inside that ICU, telling us again uh, that he is still on oxygen, but that he's needing less of it than he did. This as the doctors inside that ICU work around the clock to save the up and coming star's life. This morning, we are learning new details about DeMar Hamlin's injuries and how doctors are helping him fight for his life in the ICU, where he remains in critical condition. Hamlin's uncle telling CNN the Bills player is now flipped onto his stomach in the hospital, trying to help with blood in his lungs. Hamlin is still on a ventilator, but his uncle says he is requiring less oxygen than he was initially, and the next goal is for Hamlin to start breathing on his own. He's still sedated right now. Um... They just want him to have a better chance of uh, recovering better. It's just heartbreaking seeing him like that. The family sending a message of gratitude to all the fans showing their support. Writing in a statement, your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. Outside the hospital and in Buffalo near Highmark Stadium. Lord, we pray for tomorrow. Fans echoing prayers heard across the nation for Hamlin's recovery. This was just like a gut punch, but we're hopeful. Football fans across the country stunned during Monday night's game when Hamlin fell back after a tackle and had to receive CPR. The Bills say the 24 year old suffered a cardiac arrest and his heartbeat was restored on the field. Had they not been there, he would be gone. Hamlin's uncle revealing he was resuscitated a second time at the hospital. Hamlin grew up just outside Pittsburgh. The high school standout went on to play college football for the Pitt Panthers before getting drafted by the Buffalo Bills in 2021. The young player now in his second pro season. He worked very hard for a career in the National Football League. And then when he achieved it, he wanted to go back into his community, help other people achieve things. Hamlin also passionate about his family, who regularly cheers him on from the sidelines. My mom, my dad, my little brother, like that's pretty much my whole world. 
And of course, the other big update coming from the NFL. They're telling us that the matchup between the Bengals and the Bills will not be rescheduled for this week. It's unclear uh, as to if and when it will be rescheduled for. They also say all of the other games set for the last week of the regular season will go on as planned. But guys, of course, the big update coming from the family, giving so much hope to so many this morning. I'll send it back to you. All right. Let's hope it keeps moving in the right direction. Maggie Vespa outside that hospital in Cincinnati. Maggie. Thank you. All right. Up next, our series on the money. If you are dreading this month's credit card statement, (laughs) you are not alone. We're going to tell you how to pay off that holiday debt as quickly as possible. And then later, they just want to dance. Meet the performers who are showing off their moves after their day jobs. Okay. We'll be right back. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back with our series on the money. If the holidays did a number on your budget, you are not alone. A recent Lending Tree survey actually revealed that 35% of Americans took on holiday debt this year with an average amount close to $1,600. And a lot of those purchases were, were put on credit cards, and they were also put on those buy now, pay later programs mm-hmm. that have become wildly popular. So how can we pay off those debts before they cost us even more money? Our friend, CNBC personal finance correspondent, Sharon Epperson is here. She's got some answers for us this this morning. Good this morning. morning. Good, Good morning. to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy I mean, so let's just put it out there. A lot of folks don't even want to confront their debt. They don't want to deal with it, especially holiday debt. How do we even get started? Well, the best thing to do to get started is to set a goal of how you want to budget to pay off this debt. If we're talking about the average person having about $1,500 in holiday debt, how do you want to pay that off? You don't want to wait five months to pay it off, where a lot of people are saying that may take them that long. Plan three to five months, perhaps, of how long it's going to take you to pay it off, and then pay off your highest interest debt first, because it's costing you the most. And so if it's $1,500, maybe you're going to spend $500 a month for the next three months to make sure you're done with that holiday debt. Whatever it takes, try to set a goal and stick to it and have your pay, your income go directly to paying off that debt. The reality is, especially if you put it on a credit card, sometimes for a lot of people, it's the interest rates that get them right after a couple of months. It tacks on that extra Mm -hmm. amount. Is there anything they can do about that? I mean, we talked about transfers and everything else. Are you stuck? Well, here's the thing. You need to really focus on your overall credit picture because that can actually 
actually lower the cost of your debt. Your credit score is very closely tied to what you're going to pay in terms of interest on credit mm-hmm. cards. So if you want to get a lower rate card, you want to get a better credit score. So go over your credit record, report, make sure there are no errors and try to lift that score mm-hmm. and then try to get the lowest interest rate possible on a credit card. You can call and ask them to lower the rate. You can also try to transfer the credit card debt that you have to a zero percent introductory offer balance transfer card. That's going to cost time. you. Gives you more time. Gives you 12, 20 months, zero percent, three percent transfer fee to do right. that. But it may be worth it yeah. if you're not paying any debt yeah. while you pay off that holiday debt. So that's right. a key thing to do. Yeah. Is it possible to take out a loan with a lower interest rate than your credit card interest rate if, yes. if you want to pay it off that It's way. possible to do it. And of course, it seems like, why would you want to take out mm-hmm. more debt? But you're taking out debt at a lower interest. So if a credit card is 23% interest or 30% interest for a store credit card, mm-hmm. you could get a personal loan for 10% or maybe mm-hmm. 9% from a credit and union. The bank so, you, so you need to look into it again. Credit scores are very important. Okay. You want to try to have a good score to qualify for this. But yes, this is something you could look into. Just make sure you use that money to pay off the mm-hmm. debt and not for anything else, this is the goal to get that that rid of it. And sure, the reality is there there are programs out there to help people who have fallen behind, who are in debt, who may not even know where to start. In in last hour, I heard that you can actually call the credit card companies as well and maybe even try to negotiate with them. So there was a study that came out that said that 70 percent of people who called and asked for a lower rate actually got it. Mm. And they got the rate lowered by about seven percentage points. So that can seven points, seven points. So that can actually work. And that's a call you need to make right now. Be nice, be kind. Try to see if you can make that happen. But. Also, it's important to talk to someone because this amount of holiday debt you have is probably the tip of the iceberg of mm-hmm. other financial issues you're dealing with. And so take the opportunity to talk to a counselor for free from a nonprofit credit counseling agency. You want to reach out to the National Foundation for Credit Counseling, NFCC.org. Set up a free meeting. The first meeting is free. They can come up with an action plan oh, wow. of how you can pay down this debt and other debt you may have. And if it's significant, they may help you work out a debt management plan. There's a slight fee that comes with maintaining that. But it's important to have that plan to have someone that you can talk to about all your financial goals for 2023, yeah. not just Good. paying off this holiday debt. Sharon you always bring it. <laughs> my big takeaway was don't ignore the debt. Yeah. Don't yeah. ignore it. Don't pretend that it's no, there. No, no, Sharon, no. Not like Sharon. my friend did in college. No, that's not my name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon, thank you. And uh, as always, you can get more great advice from Sharon on eliminating debt on our website, today.com. All right, coming up, we are going to focus on living well and building relationships that last. From family to friends, how to create deeper bonds. And then later, these friends are bonding over a love of dance. This is no ordinary class. What makes their performances truly special? We'll be right back. Well, It's no secret that I love a good dance party. This morning in our series, The Upside, we are shining a light on a special dance company. This is in California. It's filled with people from all walks of life who are feeling the rhythm and living out their dancing dreams. Anybody can dance. I don't care what your age is. I don't care what your skill level is. I don't care what size you are. For more than three decades, Dory Clark has been creating dancing queens and kings. Hit it! Use your arms! Even if you have two left feet. Oompa-pa, oompa-pa. I will find something that works for you. 
that brings the best out in you, that makes you shine, that makes you feel confident and put it on stage. So you do a rond de jambe and a backwards turn and a step out. She is the founder and artistic director of Don't Quit Your Day Job Dancers, a company for adults who just want to dance with somebody. You want to style it and up. A ballroom champion and jazz dancer, Dory began teaching classes when she moved from New York to Northern California 34 years ago. I had just a couple of people wanted to start classes, and before I knew it, I had like 125 people dancing with me. She opened a studio and started producing shows with her students who came up with the company's funny name. And everybody laughed, and we said, if that makes us laugh, it's going to be something that people are going to love. And they come from their desks, they come from their couches, they come from their offices, and they dance all weekend long, all night long. And I find that very courageous and heroic of them. Five, six, seven, go. Dory's day job is teaching dance and choreography to middle school and high school students. Lots to do today. Inspiring them, she says, with the same passion she shares with her adult dancers. Open up, open up. I have the kids that those adults were when they were younger. Two, three, four, shoulder, plie, reach high. All it takes is one teacher to criticize you in a way that just tunes into your worst fears about yourself and you're done. Jump, yes, good hearted. I just throw that out the window. That's ridiculous. Excellent job, great energy. Thank you, Tori. Sumi Lewis was one of those students who gave up a childhood dream of performing. The email marketer by day started dancing again with Dory at age 46, also becoming the company's costume designer. It completely changed my life. I had been a stay-at-home mom, and when I started dancing here, I started to see, oh, that was the person I used to be. It just energizes you more for what you do during the day. Dory says audiences are intrigued by dancers like Dr. Ronnie Douglas, a dentist. People go, oh my God, my doctor is doing that. I want to I wanna try that. Maybe if it's not dance, try something that they wanted to do, that they dreamed about. I want people to dream again, that they can do the things that they didn't think they can do for whatever circumstances they've put on themselves or the world has put on them. Most of Dory's shows are about love, played in sold-out theaters. I know that sounds corny, but I really feel that that's true. The world needs to be able to feel joy and inspired. And sometimes dancers even fall in love, like Michael, a general contractor, and Ingrid, a Pilates instructor and former professional ballerina, who performed together as a duet and just recently married. I've put ordinary people on stage being extraordinary. I mean, it's extraordinary what we've been able to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm so proud. Dory says her students are a one-of-a-kind community. I got the best job in the world. I love it. I know. Students say what they cherish. I say students. They say what they cherish most are the friendships they've created for over 30 years. At 70 years old, Dory says she feels stronger than ever and is preparing the troupe for a new show in 2023. These kinds of programs are popping up all over the country. My brother participated in one. He used to do theater. Yeah. And they call it after work mm-hmm. theater. You know, so there are a lot of people who you did something back in the day and you yeah. miss it. Sure. Like I always think I played field hockey. You don't get a pickup game of field hockey going, but if there was like an after work field hockey, there you go. You yeah. start it. You know, it would just be fun. I could see you doing that in a few I'll, years. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be with the silver sneakers one day. I no question. See. And and apparently <laughs> love is close. like love is being bloomed there, there too. There you go. So. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, coming up, the. Imp- 
importance of long-lasting, meaningful relationships, how to build them, and how to make new friends, too. That's coming up in Start Today. But first, two of our favorite friends, Savannah and Hoda, they are down at the New York Stock Exchange. Looks like they're getting their training. I know. They're very focused. They're about to ring in the opening bell. They just signed the official guest book. That's cool. Just signed by everyone who rings the bell. And we are going to go there live and check in with them. I wonder what they're writing in there. Can you write a message? With, or maybe with, with, your, with, with a copy, you have no, you <laughs> never know. Then we'll we'll come right back. <laughs> wow. All right, we're back with a live look at the New York Stock Exchange on Wall Street. Savannah and Hoda about to ring in their five years of co-hosting today together. They're going to ring the opening bell, kicking off trading for the day. Behind them, some members of our own NBC family. Let's listen in as they take part in this amazing tradition. That was cool. That was really oh, cool. Awesome. And they're, they're flanked there by some members of, of, of the management team here, Libby Least and Tom Mazzarelli and our president, Noah Oppenheim. And Pete Green there on the, on the end. Oh, yes. So the whole gang is there. So here's the thing. Ringing that bell isn't just for fun. The opening and closing bells are critical to how the marketplace functions. So making sure no trades take place before it opens and after it closes. And now Savannah and Hoda get to name and add their list, their names to the list of those who have gotten the honor to ring the bell there before. That list includes politicians like former President Ronald Reagan, celebrities like Chris Pratt, Brian Cranston, Mandy Moore, business leaders, Olympians, even Kermit the Frog has rung the bell. <laughs> Our own Alan Carson have each had the honor as well over the years for their achievements. Uh, really cool. But this is special. Yeah. And I think we have the ability to talk to them now. Now Can that we? they're Official duties are complete. Yeah. Hold us, Savannah. How was it? It looked cool. Hey guys, how are you? That was guys, amazing. The market's up. Okay, the market's up. It's, it's all green. All we see we is a sea of green. So we gotta get out of here before anything happens. But look who we're here. We're surrounded by the people that make this show possible. Yes. Yeah. We've got Libby Lees, Tom Mazzarelli, Pete Reed, Noah Oppenheim, president of NBC News, Debbie Kasovsky. Karen Trossett, Roberto Bailey, our Don't senior team, and Lynn Martin. Evan. And Evan, Evan. who's the only reason we're on air right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Lynn Martin, who's hosting us today from the New York Stock Exchange. And that was a thrill. But what a thrill. Okay, you guys, just so you know the logistics, we had 10 seconds till Savannah and I had a big duty, okay? <laughs> we couldn't blow this one. We did it. Push the big button. Yes. Hit the big bell. The funny thing is we ran late because we thought it would be funny if we crashed the CNBC set, which is right below us. So we crashed Carl Quintanilla and Jim Cramer, and then we ran up here. I don't we think it on time. Kramer thought it was sort of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He was talking about industrials or something. He didn't understand. I think we got an eye roll and then we left. Yeah. But anyway, it was really fun, guys. Thanks for sharing part of your hour with us to do this. And yeah. we're just so been grateful fun. to be here and be together and yeah. be doing this for five years and being with you guys every day. It's a real honor. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Guys. Thank you. Congratulations. Man, that was really cool. And well done on the markets. Yes. Well done. Way to celebrate five amazing years here as well. That's awesome. That was cool. That was really That's cool. Great. That was cool. Uh, I never realized it was a balcony up high. Oh, yeah. I thought it was, I guess I've never seen it from uh, that perspective right. before. Thank you guys. And that the uh, clap yeah. lasts for so long. And, and congratulations on becoming part of, of, of New York Stock Exchange history. So we'll see you guys again in the next hour. They'll be back sure. on the fourth hour. That was really cool. 
All right. Well, now we are going to take a turn and get back to start today. All week, we have been focusing on living well. And this morning, we're focusing on the importance of relationships. And we've got board-certified psychiatrist Dr. Sue Varma, who is going to help us with a little relationship maintenance. Good morning. Good morning. We're going to get out of your way. So I think one thing that is so important is assessing the relationships you have. So what exactly should you be looking at as you assess those relationships? Yes, we want to look at both the quality, the feeling of being seen and heard and validated, which is about emotional responsiveness and emotional attunement from our friends. Mm -hmm. But also we want to look at the quality in the sense that are we having our needs met? Do we have someone to turn to for material support? If I need to go to the hospital and I need someone to take with me real quick, or if I need advice about a job that I'm applying for, um, if I need emotional support, if I need an activity partner. Mm -hmm. The problem is a lot of times we think that we need so many different friends or that each person must provide everything to us. But just keep in mind that one person may not be able to do everything for you. And it's okay to have different categories or buckets Mm -hmm. of friendships. So quantity isn't the most important thing. It's not the most important thing, but the variety and having different people to turn to in the moment of need is very helpful. That's great. All right. Here's the thing, Dr. Sue, and Dylan's actually talked about this. A lot of folks have talked about it in the past. As you get older, it becomes more difficult to make friends, to establish new relationships especially. How how do we go about doing that? How do you make more friends, especially as an adult? Yes. Look, it can be hard, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. And I think intentionality and being deliberate everywhere you go. So ask yourself, if I really want to expand my friendship circle, what am I doing to make myself seem approachable? If I've got the headphones on and the sunglasses and the Uh, scarf, and it basically says, do not disturb, right? So first of all, it's making yourself available to conversations, eye contact, smiling. If you're going to a yoga class, what would it take to get 10 minutes earlier or your kids drop off or pick up? See who's around you. You know, when I go to an activity class, I might turn to the person and say, hey, I'm new here. What is this class like? Have you been coming often? Do you like this instructor? Who are the best places? Where are the best places to go for coffee afterwards? And then invite them. You know, my dad is in his 80s and he has a thriving friendship practice because Mm -hmm. he's very intentional about his friendships, both maintaining the old ones and creating new ones. Oh, that's great. And I mean, you sort of alluded to it there and we're talking about investing in relationships. How How do you go about doing that? Yes. So the one number one thing in investing in relationships is understanding that relationships take actual practice and people who recognize that are more likely to have long term friendships and friendships increase our more uh, decrease mortality by 50 percent. So they increase our survival. You want to be able to ask people open-ended questions. And then you want to be able to hone in and ask them more specific things and then follow up. The key here is that you need to be deliberate, schedule time, weekly FaceTimes, text messages. Yeah. We are so happy to hear from friends that we haven't heard from in a long time. Studies show that. Schedule time. That's schedule smart. Time. Be I deliberate. think my friend Chanel, my friend Chanel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend Chanel Jones. That's right. So here's the deal. What if you want to have a deeper bond with, let's say, your spouse or your child or a parent, but they don't talk. You yes. know, they don't open up. So yes. you feel like you're just talking someone and they're not giving it back. Yes. So the key is, like, I, I noticed that with, with young people is just hang out with them. What are they mm. watching, right? Like, what are they playing? What if that 13-year-old doesn't want to hang out with them? <laughs> <laughs> you, you offer them, I don't know, burgers, ice cream, video Roblox, games. Yeah, right, Roblox, exactly. And then you hang out and then you see what's on their mind. And when they give you a lead, you take it. And so what are you saying? Like, what are you, because how school today yes. doesn't work anymore. Yes. So what so, are we asking? So tell me about the friend. Remember, tell me about the test that you were worried about. How did it go? How did that class go? How did that friendship go? So it's go? not How a yes or no. No. No, you have to ask open-ended to begin with. And then if you're not getting anything, move into closed-ended questions okay. and then follow up with empathic statements like, oh, tell me more about that. I'm so sorry to hear that that, that was so rough for you. Mm. Tell me more. What can I do? And then offer help. And the same thing would work with the spouse? 
Absolutely. Okay. And, and compassion really is empathy in action. Okay. Chanel. We have to be actionable about our help with other people. All right. And last but not least, can we talk about self-care? You yes. know, like that. Yes. So I'm really big in having what I call an aloneness practice in addition to a um, friendship practice. Okay. So this means taking time for yourself to recharge your social battery. Like mm. a lot of time, we don't feel like going out. If you feel emotionally exhausted by your friendships, we can talk about this another time, but setting boundaries, healthy boundaries to say, you know what, I'm not available emotionally for a call today, but can I, can I give you a call in a few days? Like I'm taking care of myself. That's good. So rest, I think sometimes we just don't answer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But let the person know, communicate really? effectively. That's so important to say, oh, I'm thinking about you too. I would love to talk to you, but right now is not a good time. Can I call you in a couple of days? I'm going through something right That's now. Good. But That's then you good. have to call in a couple days. You do. Yes. You, do. Yeah. you do. Those are great tips. Those are really Thank good. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thank All right. You. Up next, huge stars out with new projects. Tom Hanks, J-Lo, Eddie Murphy, and much more. We'll tell you what to watch this month. And then later, how about dinner and a movie? Our pal Melissa Clark has two fantastic winter meals that you can make, including a hearty soup that will last you all week. Ooh, Yum. We'll be right back. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Sit right. <laughs> Grab your popcorn, folks. New year means a ton of new movies, ton of new shows coming, and here to guide us through all of them. A preview with some of the, the biggest ones dropping this month. NBC News entertainment contributor, Chris Witherspoon. Hey, guys. Chris, Hi. also the founder and CEO of the entertainment app. It's called Pop Viewers. Always good to have Happy you. Thank you. I should be next to Chanel because you hug Janet Jackson. I, I need to be like getting that <laughs> Janet. I need no, some no, Janet Jackson juice. Please. Sure? Please. Yeah, okay. I'm not over that. Uh, that's true. She did. She t- in fact, she touched her so many times, security had to. <laughs> oh, that was me. Y'all had to kick me out of the building. <laughs> Let's talk about this first one on Netflix. I saw the trailer. Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy. It looks wow. funny. It's so good. Eddie Murphy, you guys, it's called You People. Okay. He is back in a heartwarming, hilarious new comedy about a young couple from two different backgrounds who fall in love and they're dealing with all these cultural clashes and family drama, a whole lot of family drama. Now, Eddie Murphy plays the mother of Lauren London's character, who's like part of the couple. Also, Jonah Hill is in the movie and Julia Louis-Dreyfus plays his mother. And it's kind of cool, you guys. Eddie Murphy... Eddie Murphy and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, they were on SNL together in their early 80s. Oh, that's right. So they're kind of reuniting for their that. first time on screen together. And it's co-written by Jonah Hill and Kenya Barris, who did Blackish, Grownish, yeah. all the issues. Um, he did. And he's also, this, this is Kenya Barris' directorial debut. He does an okay. incredible job. It's hilarious. And I think it's kind of cool because Eddie Murphy has like five daughters in real life. Uh, so this is him just kind of showing us the protective father he probably is. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, Tom Hanks plays this grumpy neighbor in this heartwarming uh, 
um, stories about love and loss. It's called A Man Called Otto. Yeah, it's based on a New York Times bestselling novel. And you mentioned Tom Hanks. He is giving us Forrest Grump, as I'm coining oh, this term, that. because he is so grumpy. He loses his wife. And Otto, this character, has basically, he's lost his will to life and has zero joy left. And he is basically living across the street from this couple who moves in, who pulls him out of his shell and just Aww. disrupts his total lifestyle. But what's kind of cool here, you guys, Tom Hanks has a son named Truman Hanks, who plays the younger version of him in this film, oh. of Otto. He's 27 years old, and this Truman Hanks acting debut. We've never seen him oh, act wow. before. So it kind of goes back and forth, and he looks kind of like his father. It's it does Tom Hanks' incredible. son? Tom Hanks' son, his name is Truman Hanks. Huh. He's 27 years old. His acting That's debut cool. does a great job. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next one, I actually saw the trailer for it last time I went to the movies. Megan, by Universal Pictures from our parent company. Um, this one looks really creepy, but she's got this fun little dance that she <laughs> does in the trailer oh, that I'm God. kind of obsessed with. Y'all, I saw it last night, and my words are, move aside, Chucky, because Megan is here. I okay. <laughs> Yes, it's really a horror story about how technology can go wrong. So this mm-hmm. this toy engineer oh creates God. this doll using AI. Look at and this. her niece dies. I'm sorry, her niece, her parents die. She's orphaned. So this doll is meant to really bond with the niece. Mm-hmm. But this doll gets very creepy, develops a mind of its own, and things get very terrifying very doll? quickly. Yes. Oh, it God. stars Allison Williams, and a 12-year-old girl does the movements of Megan. So oh, as you make it, yeah. Megan is dancing, she got a knife mm-hmm. in her hand, she's killing folks. It is so creepy. Oh but God. I couldn't look away. And you guys, yeah. when I saw the film last night, I've not heard the vocal response from an audience like I did in this screening since seeing Us. Jordan Peele's wow. Us. Folks were talking back to the screen. I was screaming. If you guys were there last night, you heard me. <laughs> I was going in. But I think it's the birth of, of, of a new franchise. Oh, I can't wow. wait. And Allison Williams does horror very well. She, she does. She, she does really does. She's incredible. Well. Incredible. Right. Let's talk about uh, this new J-Lo film because not only does she act in it, she produces it as well. This is she a rom-com. Does. And you guys, this is a rom-com and it's J-Lo get this, it's her eighth time wearing a wedding dress in a movie. I was wondering about that. She is the queen of getting married uh-huh. in a movie, but this one's very different. <laughs> it's Jennifer Lopez and Joshua Dumel who play a couple whose destination wedding, it takes an unexpected turn. Their entire wedding party is taken hostage by pirates. So they gotta team up to save their wedding, save their marriage and save all their loved ones. Okay. But you're not just getting J-Lo, you're getting someone who I'm oh, calling J. Cool, Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, okay. I loved her in The Watcher in The White Lotus. She is back in this one and she plays the mother of the groom and delivers those kind of Jennifer Coolidge lines mm-hmm. only the way that she can. And as you guys watch, this dress that J-Lo's wearing, there were 28 variations of this dress made because it starts with a cute little wedding, then she got to get a shotgun, grenades, uh, uh, the dress gets torn up. But 28 different variations of the same dress in this movie. Look at that. Okay, and then last (laughs) but not least, that 70 70 shows fans have been waiting for this one for a while. Yes, it's 25 years after that 70s show. We're getting that 90s show. It's a spinoff series. So Kitty and Red, their grandparents now, and their granddaughter has come to Wisconsin with them. So all, it's kind of cool, it's set in the summer 95, but all the kids in this show are children from the characters in that 70s show. So all the great guest appearances, you get Mila Kunis, Topher Grace, Wilder Valderrama, Ashton Kutcher, and Mila has said she was more nervous shooting with her real-life hubby than anything she's done in her career, because it's Ashton Kutcher and her as a couple in this movie, right. Right. In, the in the show. But it's so beautiful, and again, a lot of nostalgia. And we can, when you watch this, you can tell your kids, you know, this is what it was like in the 90s with our smartphones yeah, and this TikTok. Is this is like, how we entertain ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. That was, that was really good. Thank, Thank you, you, Chris. All right, coming up, we are helping you squash dinner <laughs> this week with two healthy and delicious recipes, perfect for a winter meal. We're going to show you how to do this when we come right back. Ooh.
We are back with Today Food. A lot of the country is enjoying some warmer weather, but those cold winter days will be back soon. And we have two great recipes to warm you up. So helping us out today is New York Times food columnist and author of multiple cookbooks, Melissa Clark. Good morning to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. We are excited about what you're making today. So do you all have a New Year's resolution to cook more? Yes. Of course. Right? Every year. Wellness, all the things. (laughs) Okay, well, so... Um, you know, it's cold outside. It's well, Actually, it's not cold today, but it's going to get colder, yep. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I have some soup to warm you up. Okay. So first thing I have, so this is a turkey white bean soup with greens. I love that you've got collard greens I know, and we're using collard greens too. today. You Yum. can use kale, you can use spinach, but collard greens are great because they get so tender. And here, I'm going to show you a trick for um, cleaning them. You, t- you hold it by the stem and you just, you just oh. do that. You just yeah. pull it right off. Pull them right off. Yeah, and you just break them up into little bits like you have So you don't even cut them. You I was just going to say, my grandmother makes me fold them and I have to cut them methodically. You can do that, but you don't have to. <laughs> okay. And I, like, I don't know, I like to tear it. Just, yeah. so they're just, and like they're going to melt yeah. up anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Okay. Okay, so we're going to, and then this is our turkey. And so what we have here, we have our carrots, we have our onions. Dylan, you want to give that a here, stir? Here, let me move that out of the way. And I'm going to add some garlic, because you okay. need garlic mm. for everything, of course. Ginger. Now this oh, ginger adds a little bit of brightness. Interesting. This is just ground cumin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that tomato paste? This is exactly. And tomato paste is going to get caramelly. It's going to cook and get a little caramelly in the oil. Mm-hmm. So can you just stir that around real there well? We go. Some red okay. pepper chili Perfect. Yeah, and then this oh, is going to add your spice. Oh, I just yeah. got Is that going to be too spicy for the kids? Smells good. Um... This amount is going to be perfect if you have kids. My kid eats it. Yeah. If you like it spicier, though, you can just kind of increase it. More. Just add a little, double the amount. I think I that's can just about smell a that eighth right of a teaspoon. Good. So yummy. And okay. then when the tomato paste gets nice and golden, mm-hmm. that's when we're going to add our ground turkey. Okay. If you don't want to use ground turkey, you can use ground chicken. You can okay. use pork. Mm-hmm. You could leave the meat out altogether because this has beans in it, so it's got plenty of protein, protein. without even having the meat in it. So okay. far, and this then, is doable. Yeah, <laughs> so far, right? Easy. So far, you guys yeah. can do this. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, as soon as that one just cooks for a few minutes, like maybe five really minutes, good. let's pretend. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's going to look golden brown. And then we're going to add really our stock. Okay. And oh. canned white beans. And okay. That's easy enough. It's so okay. easy. This can you see really making good. this? I absolutely This can. is a beyond, this is and I would freeze some. Go can to. you, you can, save This it? soup freezes really well. Okay, then you simmer it, and then, then you just add your collards. But you add the collars later. You add Otherwise, your collards after right. it simmers for about 20 yeah, minutes. So you want that. everything to cook nice. Is and that? then that is chopped herbs. You can use any fresh herbs, Ooh. parsley, cilantro, okay. mint. Well done. Okay. A little, little bit of lemon, lemon juice, kit. and that's it. What do you guys think? I want to make sure it. we get Try to this squash recipe. I know. I'm like bringing Melissa. soup with me as we talk. I know. No, because it's so hearty. And then this that. is what it looks like at the end. A little fresh oh, lemon on delicious. the top. Beautiful, right? The okay, lemon so I have such a freshness. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. Lemon and beans, it's such a good combination wow. because it just perks it all up. It really does. Okay, so now let me tell you about this squash. So this is just the simplest squash recipe. What I love about this, no meat whatsoever, but it's so hearty, so filling. It's got tons of flavors. Chickpeas, butternut squash, and you just roast everything. You start out with your butternut squash on a tray. Uh You add a spice, any spice mix you like. Garam masala works, baharat. What'd you use? Um, I think this one is garam masala, but really use whatever you have. Olive oil, some thyme, some salt. You let that roast, and then this is the thing. When it's roasted halfway and it starts to look golden and your house starts to smell like, oh my god, I'm starving, that's when you add your chickpeas with some onions, some more of the same spice mix just to like pump up that flavor right at the end. Okay. You add it halfway, and then look over here, you guys. This I want to try it. Okay. Wow. And, and then, then you this drizzle is a secret, it? This is a secret ingredient. Okay, oh this God. is hot honey. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have hot oh, honey? Oh, yeah, but I've never cooked with it. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I just put it right at the end. Hot oh my honey is my favorite. And then you want to put a little vinegar, oh too, God, so to good. balance the sweetness of the honey. Oh. Or you can use lime, or you mm. can use both. And that is it. That's what it. did you put so the oven on? 
Um, so this one, 425. 425. I'm yeah. in here for this one, too. Yep. This Here, is have fantastic. a taste, Dylan. Melissa, every time you come, you double fisting. I did set my Do you love it? Love. It's sweet. You can also use honey nut squash, butternut, any kind of winter squash oh, that wow. you have. Yeah. Anybody can Perfect. do vegetables and eat that. You know this what I mean? Like, this and it's is so doable. colorful and it's got tons of flavor. Melissa, thank you so and much. It's warm or cold. It's delicious. You this know is what? Worth it. Exactly. This is a room temperature. This is just as good room temperature. Mm -hmm. It is hot. It is. If you want this recipe and more, it's worth it. Yes. Head to today.com slash food. We'll be right back. Thank you, Melissa. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Really good. Oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, Yellowstone star Luke Grimes. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Stranger Things star Sadie Sink. We will see you tomorrow, everybody. Have, Have a great a day. Bye-bye. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.